in the world of sales and in the world of business, you look around and you see people who are exceptional for what they do. And if you ask the questions to find out how did you get to where you're at, they're going to tell you, here's the magic ingredient. You put in the hard work. The cool news for you is most salespeople, they don't want to do it. You got an instant advantage. Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. And the truth is, your success in closing sales depends on your skills, your abilities, and finding the right training. And the great news is, you have come to the right place here at The How to Sell Show with your hosts, Dale Bell and Scott Sylvanbell. And be sure to join the party at howtosell.live and download your copy of The 10 Common Mistakes Salespeople Make. Aloha from Sacramento, California today. Today's a good day coming to you live from the studio. And the episode that we're recording today with you listening is you have to put in the work. (laughs) That's the title of the episode. You got to put in the work. And when you take a look at anything, when it comes to life, most people are not naturally talented. Very few people can pick up a musical instrument and just start playing instantly. Very few people can throw a baseball. Very few people can close a deal without some sort of learning. And I see this a lot in the world of sales and in the world of business where people think because they go to a search engine and they read all of the information on the front page of the search engine that now they're an instant expert or they go to social media and they watch one video or two videos and now all of a sudden they're the grand master at what they do and they know everything. When it comes to your ability to be better at what you do, how you look at this and how you how you look at this topic and how you modify it has the potential of making you better. But I'm going to let you know from the very beginning, it's uncomfortable and it hurts. The good news for you is most salespeople, most entrepreneurs, they won't do it. And the reason why is because they're comfortable. And the reason why is because it hurts. I have this belief in what I do. Everything I do is something I learn from. Or another way to say it is, I learn with every blank that I do. And I'll give you a couple examples from my life. Every role play that I do has the capability of making me better. Every interaction with others that I have has the capability of making me better. Every video that I record or every live video that I shoot has the capability of making me better. Every podcast that I record and develop has the possibility of making me better. And every sales presentation I perform at has the possibility of making me better if, and only if, I'm willing to dissect some information and take a look at it and be uncomfortable for a few minutes. When you take a look at the people in your competition, I want you to envision some of the people that you go up against. And I want you to envision the people who are kind of okay at what they do. Not very good. They're just kind of okay. They're the bare minimum type of a person. They're not there to put in the effort. They're not there to put in the energy. They're just like, I'm cool with making X amount of dollars per year. And I I bring this up quite often in the How to Sell Show episodes because it's prevalent in the world of sales. It's very prevalent in the world of sales. And there's times where I ride with salespeople and they really shouldn't be in the world of sales. It's just, they're okay with making X amount of dollars a year, let's say 60 grand a year, 80 grand a year, 100 grand a year, and that's good enough for them. So that's all they're gonna do. They don't want the pain. You know, they'd rather be doing nothing. 
there's plenty of people that I've worked with that I talked to. I'm like, well, what do you do on the weekends? I play video games. Okay. Well, what do you do to prepare to be better at sales? Why would I do that? I'm, I'm good at what I make. I'm, I'm cool with that. Or I'll say, well, what books have you read? What do you mean? What sells books? What books on business? What books on decision-making body language, you know, human interaction, psychology. Oh, I haven't done that. Well, why not? Well, that's what my company does. My company pays for it. Like, really? Yeah. So you don't do this on your own? No, why would I? You would you would be surprised. You may be surprised at how often I run into people that they real deal, they shouldn't be in sales. They're they're an order taker. They're a price matcher. They're a discounter. For them to go out and have to actually put something together and do some work, no. Nope, not gonna do it. And this is your competition. So it doesn't take much to be incrementally better than them. So if if the average salesperson reads one book a year and you read 12, one a month, you're 120 times better than them. If the average salesperson in a year spends $20 on their learning process, and if you spend 200 or 240, you're 120 times better than them as well. If you double that, the numbers just become exponential. There's plenty of things that you could do on an afternoon, an evening, a Friday night, a weekend that can make you better and not spend a ton of time at it. I'm not saying you have to put in the effort 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That would lead to burnout. That would lead to problems. For you to get a start, it could be like, hey, I'm going to listen to a book that I download that I pay for because you got to put some skin in the game. And I'm going to listen to this book and I'm going to check it out. Most salespeople would rather listen to the radio. Most salespeople would rather chat on the phone. You know, one of the coolest things that you could do is you could create a book club. And so you, couple buddies, couple friends, couple pals, you get together and you say, hey, here's the book that we're going to check out. And then you're like, how can we apply this to our world of business? How can we apply it to our world of sales? And you could talk through a couple of different ideas. It could be a book on negotiations. It could be a book on sales. It could be a book on questions. It could be a book on strategy, you know, a book on goals. Sometimes you can vary it up and have it a book on nothing about business at all, but look for a different way to, to gather information. It takes time to learn anything and everything. There's basic skills and then there's mastery. I'm enthralled from the world of martial arts. When you start in martial arts, you learn a form. You, lo- you learn a basic strategy. You learn like a stance, a punch, and a kick. Or you learn a stance and that's it. And then for the next five to 10 years, you get better at what you do. I looked this up just to confirm and I just typed into Google, how long does it take to get a black belt? And it says on average in Taekwondo, it takes five to seven years for a, a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It takes about 10 years to get a black belt. Now I get it. Some people can get it faster. Some people can get it slower. This is just the average. If you take a look at the skill of somebody getting a black belt and you compare it to what it takes to, to learn in sales, most people will never do it. They, they, they just don't want to live through the pain. They don't want to live through the hurt. They don't want to live through the suck. So they don't do it. There are people who say, yeah, I want this. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to go after it. And after a week, they give up. I don't know how many times people would come to me and they'd say, hey, Scott, I want to train with you. Because I would I would hold a training session every morning from 6 to 7. And it was an open invite. And I would have tons of people and they talked a big game. And they'd say, yeah, I want to be there. Yeah, I want to go. But at the end of the day, they would show up for a week and then they realized we were really putting in the work. I have a a good friend, his name's Chris Shaw, and Chris Shaw was the top heating and air conditioning technician in the United States for eight or nine years in a row. And we would role play and we would practice every morning, every morning. 
And when Chris would practice with me, I wasn't easy on him. Do it again. Do it over. And he would say, Scott, why are, why are you so mean to me? Like it's six o'clock in the morning. I don't have to be here. I said, we're going to practice harder and put in more effort than what you're ever going to live through inside of a home when you're doing sales. So that when you are in a home and you are doing sales, it seems like it's easy and you're relaxed, you're calm, you're confident. And people would come and they would train and they would say, oh my goodness, you're, you're being mean. And I say, no, what you don't understand is I want to put you through so much pressure that at the end of the day, when you leave here, that everything seems easy. That when you're dealing with a difficult buyer, that you got a big smile on your face, that it's not that big of a deal, that it's not hard. And people would come and train and they'd be like, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to do it. Caused a ton of problems for them because like they had the opportunity to get training. They had the opportunity to get coaching. And where are they at in their life? Well, they didn't hit number one. They didn't hit number two. They didn't hit number three. They didn't make it. So like, there's got to be something that you're willing to give up. It may be a TV show, maybe a radio show, maybe something. But you got to put in the work. You got to put in the effort. I have this belief that no matter any time that I start a new endeavor, the beginning's going to suck every time. And I'm always surprised when it goes good because I'm like, you know what? It's going good right now. It's going to suck here in a little bit. And then next thing I know, here's the problems. Boom. I should like, I predicted it. Here it comes. Everything's difficult in the beginning. I have a tough time spelling. So like sometimes I'll look at a word and people will say, did you know you spelled that wrong? And it'll be like a class of third graders. <laughs> I like, yes, I'm not good at spelling. I'm not good, but I'm learning. I'm doing everything I can to learn. You know, I'm, I'm in my forties and I'm still sitting here going, there's things that I got to learn. There's things that I got to do. I got to take the lumps. I got to get better at what I do. You could be tricked by early success. You could become overconfident and your ego is going to tell you that everything's good and everything's okay. But at the end of the day, it's not because you had a little bit of early success and made it seem like everything was going to work, but there's all sorts of issues. So anytime that I see somebody and they got early success, I'm like, good, good job. Keep going. But what we have to prepare you for is the dip. It's going to happen. You're going to fall down. You're going to struggle. You're going to get a boo-boo. You're going to need a, you're going to need some sort of lotion to put on that hurt. You're going to need something to help take care of you. And no, 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 I got this, man. I'm good. Like, hey, I'm here for you when you fall down, when you get your scrape, when you get your (laughs) boo-boo. I'm not going to kiss it, but I'll be here for you. And sure enough, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. They they struggle. You know, I, I think through this and I say like, hey, getting better hurts. It hurts to learn the ropes. Most people give up. You know, there's the time, energy, effort, and risk trap. If I put in time, energy, effort, or risk, I can get hurt. I can get burned. And it's the same thing for an objection with the buyer, right? That's almost all buying objections come down to those four things, time, energy, effort, or risk. I don't really want to put in the time. I really don't want to take a look at at what's going on. If I put in the effort, I can get hurt because I've got status quo right now. And if I do make the purchase, what's going to happen is I could get made fun of. It could work. It could not work out, or I can make a bad decision. That's the way you got to look at what's going on too. You could be doing other things. You could be at the bar with some buddies. You could be hanging out with that special significant other. You could be with your family and kids. You could be playing video games. You could be at the gym. There's a million things that you could be doing differently. And putting work into what you're doing isn't always the easiest and most glamorous thing. When I get a chance to interact with people who are exceptional at what they do, I'll ask them, what time do you get up in the morning? And some people are like, that's an interesting question. Why do you ask? And I'm, I'm just curious. What do you do? Like some people tell me like three, four. 
Like that's my time where nobody bothers me. That's the time where I, I put in the work that nobody else does. Sometimes I'll talk to people. I'm like, what time do you go to bed? I'm like, well, that's an interesting question. Why you ask? I'm like, well, we're just kind of curious. And sometimes people will tell me I don't go to bed till two or three in the morning. I'm like, well, why, why not? Because like, I'm putting in the work. I'm putting the effort before I go to bed. So not everybody has one universal recipe for making this happen. There's not some like, here's the magic cookbook that's going to make the recipe for you and everything's going to be okay. You got you to gotta be willing to put in the time, the effort, the energy, and the risk. So like, hey, Scott, what can I do to be a closer or stay a closer? You're going to want to increase your skills as often as possible. You have to set some time aside. And you're going to have to learn how to tell people no. Hey, come hang out with us. Nope. Hey, I want to do some things with you. Not right now. It's not on my schedule. Can't do it. Get a coach or a mentor. And you're probably going to have to pay somebody. And it's going to hurt because you're going to pull out your wallet. And you're going to be like, you want how much? I, I have a magical equation. And this is just something that I came up with that, for the most part, good coaching and good training is one-tenth to one-twentieth of your income. If you're making 100 grand a year, that coaching could cost you 10 grand or 20 grand. And you may see results immediately and you may take some time to see them. But if you're like, I'm going to join this coaching program and results are going to be immediate, typically they're not. You can you can get them. They could be cool. They could work out automatically and you could pay for your investment. But for most people, it happens over time. Last on the list, take the lumps. Oh my goodness, this is the hardest, hardest thing ever. But I look at everything as a test. I got the marketer's mindset. You know, it didn't work this time. I got to do it again. Didn't work that time. Got to do it again. And it does help. It doesn't make it 100% better. And just know, sometimes you lose. Even though you put in the work, even though you put in the effort, even though you you went through everything you could, not every time do you win. There's nobody out there that's 100% closer. There's some people who are darn good, pretty close to it. I can't think of one person. I know some pretty exceptional salespeople. I cannot think of one person who is 100% closer. When it comes down to it, you're going to have to figure out how bad do I really want it? Am I going to go after it? And am I willing to take the lumps? Am I willing to take the hurt? Am I willing to take the ridicule? Am I willing to see people have fun while I'm out working? You got to put in the work. You got to put in the effort. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo.